0: What is up, little biscuits and sun-dried tomatoes? Before we get to this bonus episode, Justin, we got some new Patriots. who are also returning, so we got to call your boy Idris.
1: We got Patriots today joining the uh, team. I'm excited, man. All right, excited. Well, let's make that What's collect call, baby. Hi, everyone. How's it going?
0: We're good, man. We're good. How you doing? How you holding up with the strike and everything? You know, I know that that's got to be tough for your pocket.
1: I'm doing all right. You know, I put a, a penny here or there. But I just got to say, you know, we're going to stand together to make sure that the studios, you know, do what they're supposed to do, which is take care of the talent.
0: Absolutely. We support SAG-AFTRA and uh, WGA on this podcast. So he, glad to hear that, brother. Appreciate, it. Uh, Appreciate Even though your hijack show is, uh, let me down. Let me down that last episode. But uh, we got some uh, new and returning Patriots. All right. who we got? first off we have tiana graham do you need to cough out that phlegm first no oh okay it sounds like you had a little uh something tiana
1: graham tiana graham you're a returning patriot you left us but you came back and that's what you always do because you know that we love you and you love us so i just want to thank you again for becoming a patriot and welcome to poetry
0: that's some very barney-esque uh you know stuff you just said there you just but appreciate it.
1: Uh, well Daniel Kalua will uh will star in this rendition. So how
0: does it feel to lose a lot of roles to Daniel these days? Anyways, uh the next uh Patriot is Sid Tobias.
1: Sid Tobias, Sid, you're a friend, your lover, and you're mainly a patriot. Thank you for being a patriot uh with us, Sid. You left us coming back. It doesn't matter because you're a patriot. Once again, thank you for your patronage.
0: It sounds like you came alive based on that statement. Uh, another returning patriot is Demarcus Moreland.
1: Demarcus Morlin, Thank you for being a patriot, my friend. You left us and you came back. Come on, man. You know how we do it. Thank you for being a patriot. Thank you for joining the elite squad once again.
0: All right. And next we have Blue Jay. Blue Jay. Listen, let me tell you right now.
1: I love blue jays. I love to hear their wonderful voices. I love to hear them sing in the early morn. And there's nothing something else I love about blue jays when they're patriots. Thank you for being a patriot blue jay. Thank you for your patronage.
0: All right, and last but not least is a uh, Bridget DeVoe.
1: Bridget DeVoe. That's that's, that's I uh, believe
0: it's DeVoe. It's French, it sounds like. Or maybe it's. A, I, I, ha- maybe I it's have Asian. a
1: feeling. I have a feeling uh, that it may be Bridget, uh, Bridget Devoe. It could have been Bridget. Bridget oh, like Devoe. Beve
0: DeVoe? Beve De- it could be. Okay. Either
1: way, Bridget, thank you for being a patriot. Thank you for dealing with Brandon butchering your name. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that you know I'm the one that's wrong, and it's not Brandon that's wrong. Uh, but thank you for your patronage once again.
0: I appreciate you looking out for me, man. You know that's that's very rare these days. I I, I thank you for that, Aegis mm-hmm mm, you're welcome all right let's see we're getting somewhere we are have a breakthrough i love it
1: even though you're throwing shots at me
0: i'm not throwing shots at you i just say you're you have a phlegmy throat and that you lose a lot of ropes to kaluya, oscar-winning daniel kaluuya it's not that i'm not either
1: way thank you for everybody for being the patriot and uh i'll catch you guys on the
0: next video All right, well, thank you, Idris. Uh, Yeah, that was wild, man. Yeah, man, that's always wild when we call that dude, and especially when we call him Collect. He picks up right up too. It's like (laughs) I don't know what that's about.
1: I feel like he's got a thing with uh, with Collect, you know, with the Collect calls, where they actually just patch you right through. It's kind of weird.
0: I mean, maybe that's how his agent gets in contact with him. He's just like, "Hey, do we have a new role?" And it's like.
1: I guess in the UK, um, the actual phone booths are very much still a thing. U- oh, and yeah. you know, collect calls. Yeah. 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 You no, go not, in there. That much out here.
0: Yeah. The little like red booths and shit. They keep them clean mm-hmm. too for the most part.
1: Yeah. Here to be packed that. full of piss and shit from hobos. All right, guys. Enjoy the episode. <laughs>
2: We are two niggas, spoil movements. move Yeah. Brandon Collins. That's me. And Justin Brown for your moving needs. Medium popcorn. Woo. You haven't seen it, well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pisses or you phone. I don't know if I've ever been really
0: huh But
2: here, let's touch me And yeah. I feel like something's got to Touch get me And I'm a little bit angry Well, well should be same over. over Oh, no,
0: my hair You hurt. never listen to Matchbox 20 in the morning? Oh, what the not fuck this is that, well, that you listening to right now? Oh.
2: You don't oh, owe me. me We but might change. change, yeah yeah, we just might feel good I wanna push you around Well, I will,
0: well, I will I wanna push you down Well, I will, well, I will I'm Eddie Collins and I'm here to say Welcome to the Popcorn We're gonna make your day And here's my co-host just Dan Brown
2: I'm brown. I'm gonna say that I'm brown. I'm it's <laughs> Justin, but you can call me Brown. I'm Brown. I'm Brown. I am Justin Brown. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Welcome to the show.
0: That was probably our best improvisation musical moment <laughs> in a while. It was pretty good. I didn't fuck up too bad. No, you did it. They that was, did. It. I'm getting that, better, and that was like
1: the best, like roping me into it, because yeah, usually yeah. you say some weird shit, and yeah. I'm just like, "What the fuck are
0: you doing right <laughs> and now?" And I look at your eyes, like, "You come on, yes, me nigga." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I can't." There's nothing to add, <laughs> Um, Yes, everybody. So uh, we are talking about the 2023 mega hit, mm-hmm. Barbie, uh, starring Margot Robbie, and of course Ryan Gosling, who we just heard singing some Matchbox 20, which is a song. That album actually had a bunch of music videos that I used to watch early in the morning when I would get ready for middle school. Hmm. That explains a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> does it, Did you not do that? Like in because I, I have some friends in New York who used to do this, but like I also realized that we came from a very privileged place where we had a cable and stuff in the house. Mm-hmm. So in the morning before I got, I got ready for school, I would have a bowl of cereal. I'd sit down in front of the TV and I watch music videos because MTV always played music videos like Mad Early mm-hmm. and shit. And so Matchbox Twenty came up a lot. So that's how I got into, like, a bunch of different pop and rock and shit. But did you not l- l- watch any music videos anymore? the morning? No, uh, because there were too many
1: niggas in the house. <laughs> my dad was not letting oh, us sit yeah, there yeah. and watch music videos. Oh, yeah, videos. your dad was too old school. He would have like, <laughs> like, you what's niggas ain't going to mess up my energy bill? No, 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 it it's not even that. He'd be like, turn that bullshit off, put on News 12.
0: <laughs> also, so he could watch the weather and shit? Yes,
1: he was have watching and then fall asleep in it. And then, and and the same thing cycles back every hour. Um, Or he'd be like, turn that bullshit off. And then, like, he'd fall asleep to, like, the temptations or some shit like that.
0: That's how you know, like, yeah, yeah, because you know you're getting old when you, like, you start looking for news and shit, like, what's the traffic going to be today or something like that? Versus, like, oh, like, uh, what's the new pop song out or some shit? Like, whatever we cared about when we were teenagers. Well, it's not even that. Well, it, it is that. Yeah. But it's because.
1: You start realizing that music don't mean shit to oh. you, to your everyday life. It's just like because it's like oh, well, new music doesn't mean shit to mm. your everyday life because like I don't know, oh, Travis
0: Scott was pretty good. Did I got to worry
1: about my money. I got to worry about my fucking oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. children. I got to worry about getting to where I got to get. And money it means traffic, and that means the weather mm-hmm. and all this other bullshit.
0: I would say, I will say, like rap music, especially when you're older, it's kind of like it's annoying because you just like these niggas just talk about fucking bitches and making money but like it's economically impossible for all these rappers to be fucking bitches and making money well no it's just the and fact and also is i'm not fucking bitches and making that kind of money so this is depressing. well no it, i think it's just the
1: fact is like nigga no you're not <laughs> well yeah most of them are yeah, yeah like so like yeah I, I think we get to the point where you just realize oh these guys are just lying
0: well yeah I they're mean, you lying on it you notes make it, baby Make it till you make it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's what you gotta do. Yeah. No one wants to hear a broke nigga rapping about being broke. <laughs> J. Cole just somehow made it work. Like that's why Eminem like didn't start talking about he was broke until he got to like a Eminem show. Before that, he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck your mama and I fuck my mama. <laughs> like you just like people are like what?
1: ever <laughs> some reason, people
0: I'm are like, fucking mamas over here. <laughs> I don't know why that's that's my terrible. So M&M. Barbie. <laughs> uh <laughs> Which uh, through which is huge. I mean, I went by the movies uh, two days ago to go see um, a theater camp. And people. Were, it was a Monday afternoon. People were still wearing pink yep. going to see this movie. Like, yep. this movie's huge. Yep. And I can see why. I, I, I absolutely get, like, why this is a hit. And I think it's actually really cool for, like, this moment, like, for this moment with cinema with Barbie being huge and Oppenheimer. Obviously, I wish that there was more uh, people of color involved in yeah. that success. Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which... You know, to be fair, no black people are voluntarily going to be like, you want me to help build a what? (laughs) (laughs) You you know what I mean? (laughs) If (laughs) y'all dropping it down on the Japanese, who's next? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, man, that actually would have been really funny trying to see – Cillian Murphy and Matt David have one seat. It, it would have gotten a come to the floor even if it wasn't. But they go to like a Black Panther meeting because there's like an engineer who's amongst the ranks that they need to recruit. And he's like, you want me to do what? You fucking, you. You, you, you honky. You person is honky with your bombs. Power to the people. Power to the people. Uh, we're going to power the people, all right? I mean, I'm pretty sure if black, if black people, especially at that time, knew about what these white people were doing, they would have definitely been like,
1: "We gotta shut this shit down." No, no, they just would have been fucking scared. Because what could they do? True. I mean, and then the, also the fact is, just like it's not like I mean, it was you, super top secret too. So. Yeah, but it's, it's not like they were fucking. It, it was American scientists. They were tagging. They were tag teaming with Nazis, who really did not fuck. Would not be fucking with black folks.
0: Oh no, not especially black scientists. They been like, nice, go Good as no doors. They fucking, I don't know what that means, <laughs> but it definitely means nigga run. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Barbie was written uh, co- uh, written by Ger- uh, Greta Gerwig and also uh, co-written by her uh, spouse, Noah Baumbach, and directed by Greta Gerwig. Now, I've been a fan of some of her movies. Like I really liked Lady Bird. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Little Woman was pretty good, too, but Lady Bird's probably my favorite movie out of hers. Um she obviously had a vision and apparently Margot Robbie really fought with like for her at the studio to make sure this vision, cause I am fucking surprised that Mattel let this happen. Like the shit they were saying about Mattel about how like, you know, it's just like, you know, it, it was interesting from like a corporate standpoint about how they're all about the money and how they get fucked up like messages to, to the young woman mm. and like probably the board's all men and shit like that. Yeah. What did Will Ferrell say? He's like, I have a knee. I have a niece. Aunt or some shit.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I am the son of I am the son of a <laughs> woman and my aunt is a woman and this is naming any person who's a woman in his life. It's like and there were some people who worked he, back in the day here on yeah. Barbie.
0: <laughs> I would say, I will say like, Greta Gerwig, I think deserves a lot of credit for the directing of this mm. because she was able to make everyone's comics, comedy strengths come together where it wasn't jarring. Like the fact that Ryan Goss and his wackadoo shit kind of going against like Margot Robbie's a little bit playing it straight yeah. against Will Ferrell doing what Will Ferrell always does against Michael Cera, who always does what Michael Cera does. I thought it worked out really well. So um, now I just want to take a walk back. Okay. I know why Mattel did this. Because Barbie stock just went through the fucking roof, bro. I mean, the marketing, this is going to be one of like those legendary marketing campaigns yeah. because not only the marketing that they already like controlled. But then the, the, the movement that it took on and shit, I mean, like, yeah, Mattel, I mean, and then the representation that they showed in this movie
2: yeah.
0: to also show that these dolls actually do exist. I think a lot of them are probably collector's items and shit like that, like, but I love how they showed the little outfits and stuff to be like, no, this is real, like, this is a yeah. real outfit yeah. that this crazy ass company did. Yeah. Like, there really is, like, an Asian bar, like, Ken and shit like that, yeah. like, all these things. Also, shout out to Simu, uh, Simu Lee. Uh, Who played uh, Ken, uh, the rival Ken to to Ryan Gosling. Is it Lou
1: or Lee? I think think it's Lou.
0: Lou. Yeah. Because it's L-I-U, right? Yeah. Um, Because he said recently, like a few weeks ago, like Shang-Chi 2, no idea when that's coming out. And I wouldn't be, I think they're like, Marvel doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. So I'm glad that he got like another lead role. Yeah. It's something that's this big, and you know he's he's an attractive. Dude, and Asian men or uh, Asian pe- uh, actors in general are notoriously like not thought of as like attractive or beautiful yeah. in the mainstream media. So to or masculine, him, yeah. And so yeah. see him in this role where he gets to dance and be goofy. It's especially going against Ryan Gosling, who's fucking—he's on another planet in this.
1: Yes, he's on another planet in this, and he also he more cut than a Julianne salad, baby.
0: I was gonna say he went <laughs> Robert Daly Jr. kind of crazy in this.
1: No, 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 like, Well, I was say like I'm like he really put in the work. Oh get, yeah, he Ken was shredded. Yeah, yeah. he was fucking shredded.
0: And man. he had the <laughs> he had those guns. And he, what it was he had the macho? Uh, what the fuck was that house called? When he took over Barbie's, oh. which is so fucking crazy. Like when I realized the twist that was happening with Ken. Cause you don't really know what his arc is from the trailers when you were watching them. Mm-hmm. Like you saw Barbie Barbies clearly having some kind of existential crisis and stuff like that. But you're like, how does Ken play into this? And then once they showed him going back to go into the real world and realizing that men have all the power, it's not Barbie and Ken, it's always Ken. Yeah. And then he goes back to the Barbie world. I was like, Oh, he's the villain. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, let's bring the bullshit back. I mean, that was so crazy. Uh, fuck i can't find the name but anyways um i think that this movie was interesting because it has a lot of things going on yeah but yeah it wasn't a confusing story it wasn't a confused
1: st- story but i will say i thought like the first like 35 to 40 minutes were really fun mm. and then and then like then we did the turn into you know dark ken and things like that <laughs> it and it started it, it, it start, For me, I was just kind of like, eh, I don't know about this anymore because like, I don't know, it, I it, it just, I don't know, it, it kind of petered out. I, I kind of wanted uh, more out of uh, the America Chavez uh, character, uh, okay. it, you know, I'm sorry, America Fer- Ferreira. Uh, Chavez. what is did fucking called her Ch- America Chavez. <laughs> um, like, like I wanted more out of her character and her daughter and
0: things yeah, like that. Yeah, her daughter, the actor, that was the, the biggest weak point for me. And I get child actors are a little bit tough. Um, first of all, like immediately knew that, you know, the, the Barbie trying to figure out who her owner is in the flash. I was like, clearly that's going to be, a America. Um, what's, what's, her, you know, what's her last name? Shit. You just said it Ferrera. America uh Ferreira's uh, daughter. Like, you know, and um, No, it wasn't her daughter. No, her. her. It's yeah. gonna be her, but yeah. it's the fake outs that is her daughter, this angry teenager who just reads Barbie her rights. Which to be fair, this is a woman that shows up. Yes, she's an attractive woman, but she shows up in a pink cowboy outfit at your school in the middle of nowhere saying, I'm Barbie. Yeah. Play with me. Yeah, I wanna be like, no. <laughs> like she should have gotten a different kind of read. <laughs> Listen here, white bitch. <laughs> she should be like, Listen here, white pedophile. Because... <laughs> Strange is uh, dangerous. Strange is Seriously, <laughs> what the fuck? But uh the actress that played the daughter kind of frustrated me because it felt like, and I imagine it was fun on set, mm-hmm. right? But it felt like every every scene with her, she was in the verge of laughing. Like, you know what I mean? Like she was just like she especially when she's around like Barbie and then Ken's goofy ass. Like, it just felt like she could not do a straight take.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. It's just like I think that her character should have been like the real straight man, a straight woman rather, yeah. uh and like like calling out the, assert, the absurdity of this. But she kind of supposed to, so she, she did at first, but then she bought in. And she bought in really quickly. Yeah, yeah. It like that kind of frustrated me cuz I I guess I expected um especially how hard she <laughs> went at, at, when Barbie showed up to her school, I expected her to kind of the, the kind of be like, you know, this is some bullshit and like drill down yeah. on them. But when she didn't do that and she kind of just bought into the whole thing, it was kind of just like,
0: meh. I mean, I could have kind of I could kind of buy that because between the car flipping and like, you know, the music and like just the way that the Ken's and Barbie's live and shit. You kind of have to embrace that world. Otherwise, you're going to lose your mind. Like I'm, I mean like literally, if you were from the real world and you see that shit. Yeah. But you also, we also have to put into perspective
1: the fact that when her mom grew up, Mm -hmm. Barbie was still the biggest thing on the face of the earth as she's growing up. Yeah. Barbie is not, is not it anymore. What do kids play with these days? What is it the Build-A-Bear? No, no, no! Uh, it's they actually do more science stuff. It's like the fucking kinetic sand and fucking um uh what f- uh, was that fucking
0: goo? The slime and all that kind of shit. Because uh, like that's why these niggas that have all anxiety and shit because they're dealing with science and realizing that nothing is uh, permanent. <laughs> <laughs> everything is.
1: They realize like everything is made up of cells, everything. and cells can get cancer, and,
0: <laughs> and cancer kills you. Everything can go away in, in a moment's notice.
1: But like I, I th- and I think that's kind of part of the fact. That it's like kids are, are are kind of programmed a lot differently uh, now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so and with that different kind of programming that they have, yeah. you know, playing with dolls and, you know, the fancy world of, of Barbie and just knowing that like Barbie is was a was a big proponent in yeah. like these unrealistic, you know, uh you know, body uh, yeah. dysmorphia that that women yeah. have. Uh, it's it obviously being pushed by media. You know, I feel like a lot of people started to stray away from the perfect doll. Mm. So then, outside of you know, when young girls have those, you know, the baby dolls and things like that. I love know, that whole evolution
0: thing they talked about with the baby yeah, dolls. That was and
1: that was wild. They
0: beat the shit up, and then they started using the bar. That was hilarious. Polo pa- was just like, "I do not like this."
1: Oh, really? She didn't like the fact it's like you have little girls like beating up their baby dolls and all that oh. kind of stuff. She's a
0: parody to tw- two thousand one. Huh? It's just a parody of 2001 a Space House.
1: Yes, but it's also, I, I think that she looked at it as, as just like, because as a young girl, you're mm. learning, you know, you're, you're, that's like that first uh, feeling of nurturing, mm. you know, a, a child and how, oh, you take care of your young and that's not how little girls are, are, are brought up and that as a poise of young boys, like, yeah, we're fucking little wild animals. We'll break fucking anything. We'll break our own shit that yeah. we love. But like little girls don't act like that. And it's just like, okay, we destroyed baby dolls. That's a, that doesn't mean shit to us. And it's all about Barbie. And it's just like I Paula didn't mm. like that. She was just like, That kinda that that kinda turned me off the moment I saw that. And maybe it could also be because She's a parent, and she's just like, "Why are they hurting? Why are little, these little, yeah, <laughs> that's these little older, baby I was like, dolls?" I
0: think, think it's just it was just saw some babies getting destroyed. And just yeah, like, it's just like I was just like, what? You know "What?" I got a test for you. I got a test for you. Show her Toy Story one when that creepy ass baby claw thing comes out. Mm. Get a reaction. See what her reaction is. I mean, she's seen Toy Story, I mean, but I mean, be like, "Oh, they did, did what they did to that baby doll." Yeah, but
1: and, but a, but and you, little... engage
0: how much she doesn't like Sid. But but compared to how much he didn't like that scene, yeah. But the that that's a little science, boy. Nigga. That's a little boy doing that bullshit. He's a fucked up little boy. He's he gonna be school shooter boy. <laughs> he has a skull shirt. I remember that as a child seeing that. Shirt. I was like, this nigga's gonna be a problem with his. Oh, your favorite character is the Punisher.
1: Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like
0: seven. I'm like, this nigga's crazy.
1: Yes, but but I think I think it. I think it that, she's like, that visual, she's like, I, I, I didn't like that Got visual. Like, the, like, that bothered me. And then Ryan Gosling had a shirt off, and she's like, She's oh. like,
0: oh, okay, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> also, uh, the outfit that Ryan Gosling and uh Kinsley uh, Ben Adair wore, like those matching kid outfits, I need that shit. No, you don't. I, that shit looks so funny to me. So, I, I did buy
1: an I'm a uh sweater, by the way. I will say um that. This Halloween is going to be packed full of people oh, yeah. dressed like Ken, and I, I'm going to hate it.
0: And Barbie. Yeah, they'll be both. Yeah,
1: I know, and I'm going to hate it. Because of, especially the fact is, like, all these people bought these these outfits for yeah. the
0: Barbie movie, and there's like, ah, second
1: use. <laughs> Halloween, just around yeah. the corner.
0: I will say... um I know, like, Ryan Gosling's getting a lot of, like, praise and stuff, and I think he did a phenomenal job, and I would not be surprised if he got, like, some type of best supporting actor nomination, hmm. because this is, like, a really funny, crazy out there yeah. swing, and it, and it worked. Um, but I, I don't want to, like, undersell. Margot Robbie did her thing with this. No, no, so. no,
1: I think she did a great job with She's it. She's proven, like, and
0: I think, you know, it's interesting, because even Helen Mirren's voiceover talks about, hey, Hollywood, if you want to have, like, this honest... Uh, conversation about like appearance and expectations and shit like that don't have Margot Robbie be the one to do the monologue but yeah she is incredibly pretty but she's yeah. also a great talent because she brings every I've not seen a Margot Robbie performance even if I didn't like the movie where I'm like she did her th- she did the job Wait, where you didn't say where you like you yet. know she understood the assignment she did the job and then it's up to the creatives and powers that be that well whether or not it looks good you know for me
1: <coughs> excuse me <coughs> when Barbie goes into the real world and it basically, she starts seeing what the world really is. Yeah. Cause she thinks it, that
0: Barbies empower. Like, uh, what's the whole thing? The Barbies are, they make, it's are essentially a symbol of, of it. Yeah. Uh, they of, create of a world empowerment piece, yeah. and, you know, and women are so happy and feel yeah, accomplished. And, and,
1: yeah. and she doesn't realize that like, that is the complete opposite of what it's, you know, yeah. what it was really been doing for all of these years. Yeah. Um, But, like, I felt like she, um, like, you know, you start seeing it on her face. Mm -hmm. Like, she wore it on her face. Like, her eyes and things like that. Like, she did a really good job, like,
0: embodying the the horror of realizing. She got tired. Huh? She got, you felt, like, physically tired for her. Yeah. By the time, like, the kids took over, like, I mean, the fact that these niggas, this is wild. Like, I know they didn't, like, spend too much time on it. But the fact that all these men evicted these women from their houses... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just like if you wanna come into your house, you're gonna have to fuck me. <laughs> like, well, it was very not tri- really because they there was no fucking. Going well, on. yeah, because there are no genitals because they're smooth. But do They're they? Smooth, like but the do they floor. get genitals if they stay in the real world long enough? I well, mean, she
1: she did say at the end that you know it was like I'm
0: here to see my gynecologist. That was so funny because obviously you think it's for a job interview. Yes, she's like I'm here for my gynecologist, and then it cuts the credits. And I was like, the only other movie that's been crazy has had a crazier cut the credits moment was Teen Titans go to the movies when uh, you know that. Um, the space alien girl. She's like, all right, now go to the credits. And then Robin, like, fucking slams into the, the camera. It's like, kids, before you go, ask your parents where babies come from. <laughs> yeah. <comes> <laughs> that was that was as close as we got. <laughs> and th- that was amazing. Because I remember that ending, and everyone was like, whoa. <laughs> like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I was like, man, like. Because I can... I can sympathize with a parent that takes their kid to this movie mm. and is very uncomfortable at it? times. Because I think that there's, there's some very adult things going on in this movie, mm. even though there's a lot of slapstick and, like, humor that kids can relate to. I do think that, like, if you're taking, like, a young, young kid to this, it's a little complex. And you might, you might have to have some tough conversations that you're not ready for. Yeah, you know I what think. I mean? Like, I think... Um, but I think it's maybe it's time that we finally fucking stop trying to protect people because there's skewed views out there that unless you do show this to someone like, and have a conversation about it, like, especially a young person, they could see someone in the news or on social media that skews their opinion of what this movie stands for or what it does. Yeah. Because I saw this movie, uh, we did the whole Barb and Heimer thing, and folks you can listen to Tati's take on our whole experience doing those movies back-to-back would not recommend it. It was incredibly exhausting. But uh, one with a close friend of mine who is a conservative-leaning dude, and, you know, like, I don't know if you knew about, like, uh, that Mac, uh, Matt Gates nigga and then Ben uh, Shapiro or somebody like that. They were saying that this is, like, anti-men, like, has a huge, like, anti-men agenda, like, trans-friendly agenda, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And then I was, like, you know, my friend's, like, I really like that movie. And I was, like, well, you know, like, a lot of these conservative personalities are saying this, this, this. He's, like, where the fuck did they even get that from? Like... But that's like that's the loud voice that pops up on all your social media feeds that di- for yeah. the divide shit, right? But it's like, but no one's paying attention to them clearly because this movie's made almost a billion dollars at the time of this recording. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, I'm just saying, like, maybe it is time for people to be able to form your own opinion, especially as like the the proper channels to be able to really educate yourself are like becoming more and more limited depending on where you live and who true who's in your circle. But
1: uh, you know I mean? did you see uh, they? is actually pretty funny uh, uh, maybe I'll put it on patreon because uh, Paul actually sent it to me. They took the electrical the, the, uh, the electoral college map mm-hmm. and then they put um, the map also for where Oppenheimer or where Barbie is you know oh, trending sure. higher yeah, yeah. and it's pretty much the same yeah yeah so all the conservative states are watching Oppenheimer. all of the um, the liberal states are, are are heavy in on Barbie and it, it like it's just wild. it's like so both those movies came out at the same time and it's like, I'm not fucking with that liberal shit. It's like let me let, let's blow up the Japs. It's like, I'm not fucking with that um yeah. you know uh, genocide let's watch Barbie like it's it, it's just weird that. Everything has been politicized for no reason at all. It has nothing to do with anything.
0: Yeah, and it also it just like it shows, I think the whole Barbenheimer thing shows the contradictory contradiction of this country. Yeah. Right? But that's okay because we're humans. Like humans constantly contradict themselves, right? Yeah. But like embrace that. Don't just stick to the side and try to like put your head in the sand and be like, because you can't do the Barbenheimer thing and go see Barbie. And be like, I loved it. Those themes were fucking resonated with me. Yes, yes, yes. And then you go to Oppenheimer and you're like, that was a good movie because the Oppenheimer, like, they have such completely different purposes. Yes. And speak about these interesting points in American culture and society. And, and it's just like, depending on what you take from it, I feel like each side can take some shit. Yeah, of course. It's like, you but can you, politicize you know,
1: and, and it's weird though, because like, if you're, if you're going to Oppenheimer and 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 you, and you love it and, and you're like ultra conservative and yada 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 and, and that's your right and there's nothing yeah. wrong with liking that movie, but even though apparently he
0: was a communist, so
1: what Oppenheimer? Yeah, but he was also
0: a Nazi, wasn't he? No, I no he had there was so there was there were German uh, spies, mm. or was it Russia? There were spies that were in that fucking town, like his his he wasn't great at security. <laughs> But it was just yeah, yeah. But well, yeah, they don't do any kind of application. I think they use German. Oh you no, know, no, you know what? You know, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I uh, about I'm Indiana th- yeah, Jones. No,
1: no, I'm, I'm thinking something else. I'm sorry. All right, let, let me. Uh, I, I pull back. Do you think often
0: about uh, Nazis and science?
1: Well, you know that like half of the science that we have today were oh. developed by the Nazis, right? Oh, yeah. Because of the terrible things that they did to people in concentration camps Mm -hmm. so like yeah like a lot of modern medicine they figured out from using people as experience as like lab rats pretty really fucked up
0: pretty soon in american history like it's just gonna be 20 pages (laughs) like yeah if if if, if certain people have their way it was like yeah we're gonna x that up and (laughs) uh this all you need to know is the white man did everything right goodbye (laughs) america yay (laughs) It just ends with like a... And a, a bald link. eagle swoops down and flies into the air. It just ends with a link to Team America. <laughs> just for, for your review and pleasure. This is American history. It's an hour and a
1: half. <laughs> a, a bald eagle swoops down, flies into the air, and then explodes into candy, and it
0: rains out candy over everybody. Hooray! <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, uh, this movie is less than two hours. I I think it was it was good. I had to take a moment and step back, though, because the American Forever uh, monologue, which essentially talks about the struggles of women in society, expectations, mm. all that stuff, um, it's a very heavy monologue. Um, I think it's about a minute and a half, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, and she killed it. But for me, I was like, all right, this, this is a lot. This is a lot. But then I had to take a step back and, like, you know, talk to Tatiana, my sister-in-law, a few other women that have seen the movie, and get their perspective as to why that monologue was so important. Mm. Um, and why it made sense as the, the mechanism that, cause some of the, the Barbies are getting programmed and accepting like this new way of life under where they're at service to them yeah. like the the Um, and they re- use this monologue to reprogram them and hearing them say like, you know, this is, it, it really was reflective of like the struggle it is to be a woman. And like, yes, it felt a lot. And the way it was kind of delivered was a lot, but it also doesn't mean that's not true. Yeah. Um, it, it is written from this perspective of a white woman, but it seems like a lot of different women of uh, walks of life connected, the with, same thing. connected with that monologue in some way. But then I had the- to like check myself as a man to be like, why are you feeling this way? But uh, you know, I, I think, the, and like,
1: and, and yes, and that is valid. I, I think that is valid. The one, the thing I didn't like about it is instead of like, It's like, yeah, so we're using uh, this in like, hey, I'm going to spit truth to you, and that's what's going to snap you out of this uh, trance. But then they go, all right, so how do we get to Ken? And it's like, well, we're just going to turn them against each other, and da-da-da-da-da, which then also kind of paints the uh, k- paints women as also uh, an equal villain because they're knowingly doing all of these things. And all of this comes from a girl who's 16 years old who's who immediately... And, you know, in her 16 years, knows how to manipulate men uh, in a way uh, which can just completely just uh, derail, you know, anything that that they have going on. And yeah. in a sense, in the, if you look at how they did it in this film, the entire world, you know, their entire oh, yeah. world. So it's like I felt like we should have gotten a different way for them to do that. Um, so it didn't also create like a thing that's just like oh they're trash but we're kind of trash too you know what i'm saying like that aspect like that didn't gel well with me i i just but i just true though
0: yes everyone's a little piece of shit
1: yeah but like you also have a whole group of women who've lived in like this like um utopia uh, uh, uh um i guess um uh, talking about Barbie World. Yeah, Barbie World. so so it's, it's a it's a, a women's u- utopia, mm-hmm. right? Where obviously, you know, it's kind of flipped because the Ken's are on the bottom and the women and all the Barbies are on the top. But then they immediately goes like, "All right, so now they have the power. Let's destroy it. Like let's destroy all men." And 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 then like cuz we want it back the way cuz it it has
0: to be great for us. It it was just I just didn't Interesting, because you don't see how, that's essentially how women feel about men. Well, no, but, but that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Is it's like. So, th- that's I, what there's no there's no common, like, there's no fair ground in that. You know what I mean?
1: I, d- I guess I just wanted uh, to you wanted see to, a movie. You wanted to see a positive? I wanted to see, I wanted to see a things like, especially uh, Barbies who come from this uh, great place, mm-hmm. to find a way that's better than the way things are happening here.
0: You want a Greta Gerwig to solve that? <laughs> no, 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 no. no I, I'm not saying... She wrote no, no, this no. with her husband. No, they no, were going to no, s- divorce no. if they had to figure that shit out, Justin. <laughs> no, no. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey. hey. I do, don't want her you do to solve it. You're doing the Barbie right? You're going to have to solve the bad no, women. No, I,
1: I, I would have I rather them not have to stoop down to the same levels mm. that uh, that things listen, happen here.
0: Listen, all I'm going to say is that Issa Rae, Alexandra, sh- Ship, uh... Um, Ritu Arya from Poli- Polite Society or a Dua Lipa came up to me and tried to t- to make me a good Ken I would be like I'll do whatever you want even Kate is crazy Barbie not really because she looked like a she looked less like Barbie and more like that doll that Angelica had on the Rugrats Cynthia yeah yeah Cynthia she looked fucking crazy yeah she looked kind of nuts yeah, I, I kind of like Keith McKinnon. I dance. liked it. Yeah, I
1: like it. I, I mean, listen, I, I saw her at the UCB uh, one day. She's a very pretty uh, woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. She yeah. came to an
0: Outlier show yeah. a, a, like years ago. Yeah, years Great. ago. Yeah. Super uh, nice, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, okay, so Rhea Perlman's character that was in the Secret Battelle mm-hmm. floor and stuff, is she a ghost? Because Will Ferrer yes. had that random line. It's like, she's the ghost on the 17th floor or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So she's the original designer of Barbie. Yes. And she she creates stereotypical Barbie, which is Margot Robbie's character. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought that was like a very convenient way to kind of wrap things up a little bit. Well, uh, I, I but think her scene, her introduction was haunting. Oh, oh like, yeah. Like it's like half like dark and like, you know, just this lit corner and like this corner of a house. It was like she just hangs out here. Well,
1: because she's also the story that they don't tell mm-hmm. about Mattel because yeah. she's not pretty. Well, no, 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 it's, it's not even that. Oh, so, okay. you know, Barbie, you know, it was named after her daughter, uh, I, I believe. Barbie was named after her daughter. She ended up, uh, She so she built.
0: Barbara Handler.
1: Yeah, so she 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 turned, she, she started all of this, mm-hmm. right? But she ended up having, you know, getting cancer, had a double mastectomy. Uh, she then fucking, uh, because they weren't. Uh, filing their taxes the right way so they had to you know there was a whole Oof. thing where she kind of got ousted so it's just like it's something i feel like mattel has kind of just like raked under the rug oh wow so that's like how they symbolized in the movie exactly interesting yeah so okay. th- that that's why it was uh, said like it's that. crazy
0: how taxes can really fuck you up man yeah it's so but it's like nigga you figured this shit out uh, how am I supposed as a normal citizen just trying to fill up? We'd tax? all love to be
1: Wesley Snipes without going to jail. I still
0: remember <laughs> man, I still remember <laughs> He got asked about that shit in a GQ article like years ago. And he was like, Yeah, but I kinda just said like, Hey man, don't worry about it. I got you And then he was like, I followed these tax loopholes. Turns out they weren't loopholes, they were crimes. <laughs> 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 well,
1: I, it, it's funny because people were just like the only reason they went after Wesley cause he was training he was training armies in uh in Africa. I'm just like, nah niggas, they went after him for the money. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about about fucking war dogs in Africa. They shit. want his
0: fucking money. <laughs> they went after Blade because he was training brothers in Africa. And they were come back here and liberate us all. <laughs> so you sure they weren't just trying to get that blade money? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were after the Blade money. (laughs) They're like, wait a second. New Line Cinema reported that Blade Two grossed $500 million, and Wesley Snipes got 10% of that. (laughs) But we got $5,000 in a tax (laughs) payment. Listen, Dr. Umar Johnson. (laughs) That's not how it works. They want fucking money. (laughs) Oh, man. Umar Johnson. That that nigga's crazy. He always (laughs) looks like he just ate a bucket of chicken. Because he's always, like, so greasy. And his belly's always protruding like he's bloated. Because
1: because he's too busy fucking... He's sweating because all the bullshit he's pushing out. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. Not everything he says is bullshit. No, They're, no.
0: He talked about black men and their, uh, their relationship towards black women and how they perceive black women. It was actually really on point. Yeah. But, like, the black people he was talking to on most of the shows, I saw him doing that. They weren't trying to hear that, which is even more fucked up. Well... There's some black men in our podcast that are just, like... Yo, y'all know you came from black women, right? Yeah. Just saying. Just yeah, yeah.
1: Is it? It's wild. But then it's also like he says all of these things, and then you have that video with him and that white woman. He was obviously thirsting. He's like, "Oh, this man is of snow bunnies, niggas. So are you." <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then he openly steals from niggas. So, oh yeah. yeah, he's
0: like Sean King, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if that nigga exists for real. Yeah, but we also know was who the fuck is Sharky? <laughs> <laughs> people still give him money. It's so crazy. Um, okay, so Mattel has a bunch of okay. Real quick though, um, Venice Beach where they were roller skating. Mm-hmm. It was dope to actually be like be like, oh, I've been there. Yeah, like, same. Like you know, and be like, oh, I know this area and shit. And people would be staring at them like that and stuff like that. Um, I gotta say though, Venice Beach and Santa Monica Beach, very relaxing. Oh yeah, you yeah. wouldn't think it because it's so crowded, but actually. It's one of the best walks I've ever been on. I mean, that's where I took Macho out on the beach. Oh yeah, you know, pictures of him uh, sitting in the sand with Dude, us. Dude, you can like walk that for hours, and
1: it's just chill, bro. We so the we, weather's
0: perfect for the beach for some reason. We it's- we
1: got bikes and we just and we rode oh, okay. all yeah. the you know all the way down uh, yeah. Venice Beach, uh, then and we rode down into Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah, uh, and like it's a, a phenomenal ride. And then you go to the little, you know, park carnival yeah. uh, area in Santa Monica. Like, it, yeah, it, it's 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 beautiful out there. Like, guys, if you haven't been uh, to that area, yes. you should definitely. And that's check where they out.
0: filmed the Lost Boys and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, going. well, that's where uh, that's where Arnold Schwarzenegger was working out. Uh, no, seriously, no.
0: But you talking about Muscle Beach, but how'd you say his name? a yeah cause you called him nigger I was like Jesus I didn't call him nigger yeah you did you said nigga.
1: whatever nigger but uh you know like like that's where like so so much came from oh yeah from Muscle Beach is where Jonathan
0: Majors is working out in Creed 3 yeah he was like I'm gonna
1: fight a white woman Mister. that's where Mr. T was founded that was fucking oh, really yeah oh I can see
0: that yo there's some crazy exercises happening over at Muscle Beach
1: oh yeah wild shit
0: niggas like niggas that you don't think are strong are doing so wild. Wild shit, yeah. Like flipping up on like rings and it was like circus, all shit. No, it's it's gymnastics. Yeah, but then like there was some there was some upper body strength that, that the skinny dude it's did. It's gymnastics, I guess, man. Minute. That nigga
1: was. Nah, uh, uh, them, them gymnasts are strong as fuck.
0: They're strong as fuck. That's why you know that guy was the main lead in a Gymkata, right? <sighs> Folks, please go on our Patreon. It's an archive episode. Jim Cotta. one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. Well, why did you have to even fucking bring that fucking it was a Gymkata, terrible baby. movie up? Uh, but yeah, Venice Beach, go to it. I uh, I walked in when I was wearing a suit. That's how comfortable it is. It's fucking cra- like I was crazy. So <laughs> you look like the boss, baby. Walking, <laughs> walking around Venice Beach on a suit. Bring me a latte. <laughs> What's hilarious is I've never seen a boss baby, but I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I was just a little kid. Um, Mojo Dojo Casa House. Yes. That's what it was called. Mojo Dojo Casa. Because he, uh, he gets into kung fu movies and shit. It's <laughs> wild. I mean, when they all broke out and sung a uh, Matchbox 20 push, I felt seen. I was like, I get it. When she goes back to the Barbie world and they start playing that on the radio, they're like, hey, this is Ken Radio, and they start playing that. I laughed so hard because I'm like, not only did this nigga take over, but he also took over the radio lines. It's playing Matchbox 20. You know how crazy you have to be to do that? Uh, he, yeah, that's, Brandon. that's like imagine. Okay, imagine I took over that world. What do you think would be the song that I'd be playing on loop on the radio? I, I, I honestly, I have no idea. Because uh, because you've, I, I,
1: on this podcast, you've brought up some songs I've never heard of. <laughs> I've never, never heard have. of. And I I'm never. just like, who is what this? What is this? Probably that's fucking, that fucking Scooby-Doo's and Scooby-Snacks, whatever that fucking song is. LFO? Yeah, I, yeah I, I don't even know who the fuck that is. But like, yeah. Girl I, on TV, man. What? It's the girl on TV. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is. But like, yeah. You I, know this song. No, I don't. I I really don't So like I don't know What it would be But I know That if you took over The Barbie world It would be creepy You know this song No I don't I've never heard this song
0: Outside of you What's the song You would play On your radio station If you took over the world I don't know Come I don't on, there has to be a song in your soul that you would be like, not only do I love this song, but you're going to love this song. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: everybody's
0: going to love that
1: song? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it, it would be something crazy. There's there's nothing that stands out. Okay. Nothing that stands out. You don't think for me it would be Return of the Mac? No.
0: No. No. You're probably right. It'd probably be like some Dave Matthews but, or some
1: shit. But, yeah, it, it would be something weird like that, but then they would What if also, I put Aqua Barbie girl? Hold on, there would be some... A undertone of creepiness So we need <laughs> We need something That's gonna be, That's gonna accentuate Your creepiness
0: That's the LFO shit Okay wh- Whatever that is But I know It wouldn't be something that, I mean I'm I would walk into a, that
1: world And be like Brandon
0: But you also have to be Strategic about it too You can't have niggas Trying to have a coup Because of your music choices You know what I mean <sighs> But you, you don't have a song No I don't I don't have a song off the top of my head That I would Throw
1: into What Barbie about my world. boo Or something Nah, Not my Barbie world, like your world, Justin world. Justin world, yeah. Man, there'd be a whole bunch of R Kelly. <laughs> I like good that- R Kelly. Before we knew how shitty we were I know exactly what you would play. <laughs> what?
0: I would know exactly what you would play. Oh
1: God, this nigga's gonna pull up some wild shit. <laughs> no, no.
0: I just, I actually, I can't even do it because we can't even give him the plays, huh? Well, he technically doesn't own the rest of his music nowhere, does he? I, actually, I don't know. So I can't. I can't. We can't risk it. We can't give that nigga some money. Going commissary so he can get fucking toilet papers and shit.
1: Nigga, the guy's in prison. Yeah. He's in prison. He ain't getting out for the next 30 some odd years. I think it's okay to listen to a little R. Kelly in your alone time. It's not that big of a deal. This nigga ain't seeing no girls for the rest of his fucking life. (laughs) He ain't coming out till he's like 80. (laughs)
0: That's going to be creepy as fuck.
1: (laughs) Real talk.
0: (laughs) That's going to be real bad. <laughs> be, like, be like, don't you know I did the song the Space Jam? Which one? Because <laughs> by that point, there might be like three more.
1: Oh, God, that'd be terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It'd be, it'd be we may have to take out LeBron James if that happens. You know what? He ain't uh, going to do it. He ain't going to do it again. I think
0: LeBron got the memo like, to stop acting.
1: Well, you, you, well if, uh, I, I hope so. But also, at the same time, Let's, you know, send out well wishes of LeBron James' son. Yeah, he had, yeah, like, yeah, cardiac arrest. Yeah.
0: He seemed to be like doing that. good. There's photos of them going out as a family and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's it's scary, just, man. Yeah. Um, I do worry about this movie because it's nearing a billion dollars off of a $145 million budget that Mattel is getting the wrong idea about their upcoming movie slate, which is going to have films based on Hot Wheels. Barney, which is going to star Daniel Kaluuya, of all people. I hope that does like a death to Smoochy kind of thing, because otherwise—wait, hold (laughs) on—is wait is. Justin's <laughs> speech just, wait, his face wait, just wait, got wait. crazy. <laughs> I said Barney and Daniel Kaluuya.
1: And wait, he just lost it's that. like it's like Barney gonna come out of Barney World and turn into a nigga, and then, um, and then it's just like, hey, boys and girls, it's like shoot that nigga.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that'd be hilarious if like Daniel Kaluuya is like because he's so dark, he experiences nonstop racism, and Barney like pops into the real world trying to like help st- solve racism. Because you, you mean because Daniel mean, Kaluuya said it's gonna be weird. So I feel I 100% that- is going to be a
1: weird. You, you have a fucking, you have black ass Daniel Kaluuya <laughs> and then you have fucking purple
0: Barney. That's going to, th- th- nah, bro. That's, that's- and is this like <laughs> black American Daniel Kaluuya or is this British Daniel Kaluuya?
1: Well, it's going to have to be American because Barney's American. You never uh, know. Maybe Barney goes
0: to Europe or something.
1: Bro, no, no, no. They, they have enough weird shows over in Europe.
0: True, true. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I mean, like, just the, I, man, I remember as a kid, I never really fucked with Barney. I remember yo, know, Michigan. There used to be stories all the time about in Detroit niggas dressed up as Barney getting beat up <laughs> and assaulted at like kids' events or at schools and shit. Barney was getting fucked up in Detroit. <laughs> I don't know who he pissed off.
1: Oh my Every God. Every week
0: there'd be like <laughs> Barney got attacked at the corner of like Stone Street and hey,
1: You keep that shit to the white neighborhoods, Barney. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't you, love you, nigga. <laughs> yeah,
1: you may love me, but I don't love you back.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, God, uh, Daniel fuck? Kaluuya said. He said the movie will be surrealist and not intended for children. Relating are leading into the millennial angst of the property, rather than fine tuning this for kids. It real, it's really a play for adults. So similar to what they did with Barbie. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, because
1: also, let's just be totally honest. With his black ass in it, he ain't going
0: to do the same kind of numbers. No, no. Daniel is not like a box office draw yet. No, I mean, he should be. He's a great actor, but like, yeah, he's not... I think a lot of white people know him from Get Out. Yeah. But a lot of people that are fans of Daniel Kaluuya, supposedly, after Spider-Verse, they just found out that he's British. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, are you a true fan? Like, are you someone that would go to see anything this guy does? Yeah. I don't think so. Um Mattel's also doing... And mind you, these are uh, things that are in development with various studios, not just one studio. Polly Pocket, Major Matt Mason, whoever the fuck that is. Nope, nope. Uh, Big Jim, Thomas and Friends, which makes sense to train. American Girl, Magic 8-Ball, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, which I can kind of see. Viewmaster. What the fuck are you going to make a movie about that? Uno, which... Uno could be black as fuck. Yeah, it could Uno be. Uno could be black as... It's not going to. Niggas be making all kinds of rules up, and it, that starts beast. Yo, like, <laughs> like actually, that should be a horror. Oh, uh uh-huh. Yeah, I can see that. But, like, for real, it could be a gangster movie, because I I literally, like, know people that stop talking because no, of games
1: of Uno. No, no, Rand, imagine this. is like you're running... Like, the game is actually murdering people, and then you think you got away, and then it reverses... <laughs> As <laughs> like you're back and like, oh no, how am I? It's like draw two, <laughs>
0: draw two lives, nigga.
1: Yeah, it's like That's... like you
0: won, I, it's over, and then like the reverse card just comes down, and you're like no. <laughs> that would be wild if like Mattel was just like, hey, creatives, just fucking have a ball. As long as we sell some products, yeah. What 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 out of those ideas I just told you? Which one do you think could make it like go a little bit too far? What do you mean? Like which idea could potentially get? too crazy we're like it backfires with Patel
1: uh well first of all most of those are sound like trash like i don't even know why you'd do it yeah uh i think bar barbie and uno those could be the ones that that you can see something from mm. uh like i'm so, well i'm sorry um barney and and uno that's like i think that there's maybe something there i think the one that's probably going to get problematic
0: is viewfinder yeah, you can get creepy with v Yeah, yeah. I think you get really creepy. See, I was that thinking one. Magic 8 Ball because there's not much you can do with that shit. Yeah. Besides go either the horror route or go the drug route. <laughs> there ain't much you can do because you can't have a fucking. It could just be like, what? Is, you know, like. Does some, she love me? Yeah, there's some cre- yeah. creepy, weird, magical, like throwback to the 80s shit you could do with Magic 8 Ball. I can see that, but. Nigga, I don't know that we have failed a society. If I'm seeing movies at the movie theater, if the marquee says fucking Polly Pocket, Magic 8-Ball, Viewfinder, i don't be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Viewfinder by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> they be like, what are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing?
1: You just look at the Viewfinder, and then you just see fucking niggas. It's just, no. When I say niggas, I mean the word is just spelled out. Oh, 187 geez. times <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, according to UVA, our producer's research, um, this will be the first Hollywood movie in history directed by a woman solo to cross $1 billion. Nice. Um, originally, it was anou- announced in 2009. This project had undergone multiple uh, different iterations and had been a property for three different studios. Originally, it was a Universal Studios production, but five years after development, Sony Pictures took over in 2014 and with Diallo Cody hired to, to write it. In December 2016, Amy Schumer entered negotiations to star in a titular role, as well as the screenplay revision alongside Kim Kamari.
1: So, you know it's weird? Is like, I remember when I heard uh, that Schumer, about, right? yeah. about Schumer, yeah. and I was like, okay, that sounds weird. But now seeing, uh, after seeing it, I understood what they were going to do with her.
0: But that's if they were going to do this direction, because this is back in 2016, so. No, well, so
1: I think... They probably would have went the way of the pregnant Barbie, Mm. and not saying that you know because because of her size uh, that they would have went there. But I think that would have been a very interesting take on it. Is like the outcast Barbie, and then Alan; those two characters like from their uh, perspective and coming from this perfect world, and then them you know basically opening up this how like you know, you know, you know, there's imperfection, imperfection. Okay, you know. That's a, that's my first thought when I saw it. I was like, oh, okay. Because I could see Amy Schumer playing that role, the outcast of the Barbie world. Or like um, yeah, yeah. Weird Barbie. Mm, oh, yeah. Weird Barbie. And then that person going oh, into yeah, the outside world. And then maybe bringing bullshit back into the Barbie world, which then has to be fixed and, and yada, yada, yada. And
0: then she becomes a hero. and Yeah, she probably bring back like sex toys and stuff and then the Barbies are liberated and the kids don't know what to do with them.
1: So. Well, I, I think... To a degree, yes. Uh, Only in the fact is like she would bring back things which are weird, but then uh, play um, a key factor in opening up the other Barbies' minds to what you know the things that they're missing out of the real world, uh, which which then would lead to you know the weird Barbie uh, becoming like you know the the Barbie. the Barbie who, who brought in like like critical thought, you know.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think I think that could have been interesting.
0: Yeah.
1: The, the look on your face, you're just like, no, I I, I don't see. I, mean, <laughs> so I, don't, I just you know I, I always uh, let you have a stage, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> whether or not you get applause after I that. I, I I'm telling uh, you, I think that's what probably they were going to do with Amy Schumer. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I, we never got it. Uh, yeah. and Hathaway apparently was originally also going to play the role back in 2017 after Amy Schumer dropped out and then when Sony's option expired in 2018 the uh, the project transferred back to Warner Brothers Pictures where the film was finally made according to Ryan Gosling he accepted the role after seeing his daughter's Ken doll lying face down in the mud next to a squashed lemon he then took a shot of the doll and lemon and sent it to Greta Gerwig saying I shall be your Ken his story must be told (laughs) he's a weird fucking dude and that means that's uh Eva Mendes is fucking weird, too. Which it kind of makes it hot. Okay. You know, she was into other guys, and there's, she was funny in that. There's the this guy. That's not told creepy. You. just talking about <laughs> Oh, <she> kind of <laughs> makes <it hot. laughs>
1: studio, She's weird, too. The, stu- <laughs> oh. the studio originally
0: wanted Greta Gerwig to cut the scene with the older lady. Um, but she held her ground against the studio, saying, I love the scene so much, and the older woman on the bench is the costume designer. Um, but also, she was like, why are we doing this movie then if we're not having this yeah. moment of female empowerment? Yeah. It is quick, too. It's like 20-something yeah. seconds. Um, and you get to see him. Never mind. But
1: I think it's also because with that old lady, it shows how Barbie was a part of her childhood. mm you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the general. And so she's looking at Barbie in the way of just like, oh, my God, you kind of remind me of Barbie. And it reminds her of her, her, her youth. Yeah. Like that's that's actually a really good scene to keep in there to show the generational impact. of Barbie.
0: Got it. OK. Um, when they're trying to get out of Barbie world um, and Alan has to fight with the construction kens. Apparently, he was quoting taglines that appeared on his box when he was first released, including he's Ken's buddy and all the, his clothes fit him. <laughs> Michael Cera was fucking
1: crazy. Oh, yeah, he was wild. <laughs> I, I did not understand that character, but it was great.
0: Apparently, that's a real thing, though. Alan was like Ken's friend.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no he one bought just, that nigga. Yeah, and it was just like. Yeah, he was just some dude, and and like they, they discontinued him quickly as long,
0: along with pregnant yeah. Barbie. Yeah, that's so sad. Like, knowing that you're the toy, they're like, no one wanted. Yep. Um, Gal Gadot initially was considered to play Barbie, but she was unavailable, so the role went to Margot Robbie. Uh, yeah, I, I have a feeling that maybe her name came up. But to be in contention with Margot Robbie, who at this point had been a two-time Oscar nominee, Gadot, I, I got to be a Gal Gadot. I got to be honest, like... She's—I don't know what's going on. If she's losing like her charisma or like taking herself too seriously, but her performances as of, as of late have not been great. Maybe that first Wonder Woman was a fluke. I don't know. Uh, you know what? It it could just be a thing.
1: Is that you know, the first one Wonder Woman was so fun, and that was her real breakout role. And then, um, and then basically Batman v Superman happened, and all that. Well. No, Batman v Superman happened first. Yeah. And then Wonder Woman came out. But I think, uh, oh, uh, Justice League uh, came after that. And then she just started getting dumped on hard. Because they dumped on everybody in that film. Yeah. So I I think that may have, like, soured her on the role Because I saw her
0: one little scene in The Flash, spoiling everybody for a shitty movie that I've still yet to fully watch. Um, I was like... Has there ever been, like, a character that was performed by a, uh, consistently by an actor that became less and less charismatic over time? Yeah. Because in the flash, she looked like, she did not want to be there. She was just like, hey, guys, whatever. I'm going to be cute, and bye.
1: Like, it was weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Um, it literally was that, too. It's like,
0: I'm going to flirt with Batman. Bye. <laughs> Uh, apparently Barbie floats down from her house to the ground rather than using any stairs from her dream house, yep. which does not have any upon closing inspection. This is a nod to the fact that the early Barbie dream houses did not actually have stairs inside of them for Barbie to walk down. So any child playing with the doll would just have her float from one floor to the next mm-hmm. to find physics, which I remember. Yeah, I remember girls doing that. You had a Barbie dream house? No, I, I, I remember girls doing that when I would go over to other people's houses. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What's wrong? If I did have a Barbie Dream House, you weird ass niggas. What? What, what would you worried about? Yeah, I'm
1: just fucking with
0: you. I mean, I, I had my Power Rangers. I had my Power Rangers and my little turtles. Mm-hmm. And your little turtles, the go t- on. You know, I had like Leonardo. Go Raphael off. And go off, man. Who just else go, did go I have? off? What other toys did I have? Like, you know, I had
1: I had pretty much every single Ninja Turtle toy. Like and then every did, single one? like I had most of them, and they okay. all went up in a
0: fire. My house burned down. Oh when yeah, I was a when kid. Uh, your uh, foster sibling burned yeah, down. Yeah, the torch starts shit. Oh, and I remember yeah.
1: sitting there. I'm just like, nah,
2: no! <laughs> <That's laughs> And
1: Like I had just gotten like the the movie Turtles. Oh, I yeah, just got yeah, and like those were fucking dope. Like those were really fucking cool. And I think I had a Michelangelo is the first movie turtle I got. And, like, that was, like, one of the turtles that were downstairs Mm. um, when the fire happened. So, like, I got to keep that. That was the only turtle I was able to keep. Wow. Yeah. And and after that, I never got another Ninja Turtles uh, toy.
0: Because you didn't want to deal with that loss again. (laughs) Yeah, man. That's tough. Yeah, it's tough when you lose, like, someone that's, like childhood thing like like
1: it's such a big thing for me and it's just like like hey hey man you're seven guess what comes with seven fires nigga
0: are you afraid of fire because of that no okay no not really not heat or anything no not the smell of burning turtles (laughs) the burning rubber (laughs) (laughs) burning plastic rather no not really uh, according to casting director Allison Jones, Bowen Yang, Dan Levy, and Ben Platt turned down roles to play various Ken's and Jonathan Groff turned down an offer to play Alan, which is fine. The casting guy was great. Yeah. Um, we did get some Patriot thoughts on Barbie. And remember, folks, if you sign up at patreon.com slash popcorn, you were guaranteed to have your thoughts and reviews of that movie that we're gonna be covering right on that episode. So first up is Get
2: a bo- yourself on Patreon.
0: That's right. We got $2, $5, $10, and $15 packages. And you can pay for a whole year. Just get it out of the way if you want to. So go to Patreon.com slash Medium Popcorn.
2: Medium Popcorn.
0: First up is Brooklyn Shoe Babe, uh, who wrote, wrote, I thought Barbie was a smart, funny, and touching movie. As a 50-year-old, I enjoyed the nostalgia of the previous iterations of Barbie Ken and all. The Ken storyline was a subplot I was not expecting, but it was so thoroughly enjoyable. Some right-wing and red-pilled weebs have called the movie man-hitting, but they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Either they're failing to realize that Greta is holding a mirror up to society on how women are treated in the sexist society. As my oldest daughter goes off to college in Nepal, congratulations, I was really touched by the mother-daughter conflict. A mother searching for an identity as her child becomes more independent of the mother. I also thought America Ferrera's speech was reminiscent of the Rosam- Rosamund Pike Gone Girl speech. Beach. Ooh, that's, that's haunting. It will strike a chord with many women, particularly older millennials and gen Xers. I think that's, that's very true. Um, yeah. Her, uh, America forever wanted to be the artist. And like, she, the reason why Barbie's going through the change she's doing is cause she's sketching different iterations of Barbie. Yeah. Like the press Barbie and stuff like that. I actually thought it was really funny cause she's like, these are weird. And her daughter's like, actually I didn't know you were weird like this. And like, that was a cute bonding moment. Yeah. Cause I almost like, I sometimes worried about, uh, not revealing to like my You know the family I hope to have And stuff like that How weird I can be You know what I mean Because I, I want my kids to feel as comfortable as possible Being who they are You know and the only person in my family who I really felt like that was my grandmother For a long time you know You know what's funny
1: I think uh, Jackson already realizes that I'm weird And he already uh, finds himself being embarrassed by me what? So <laughs> He's what, just like he says, like, stop that, Daddy. He tells me the st- st- anything I do, like well, stop, I mean, stop that. It's like it's sometimes oh, I'm in the car, yeah. pick him up from a daycare, driving home, and I just you know put on music, and I'm just like singing and like you know just like trying to play around. And Axel's like, yeah, we're having fun. Jackson's like, Daddy, stop that. Just Daddy, stop. No, no. <laughs> I mean, you all
0: find common ground at some point, probably. You know? Oh no, me and Jackson gonna fight. Um, <laughs> to the death even. Well that's you know y- Th- that's the common ground on the battleground, nigga. <laughs> oh god. Don't end up like a dad where you're like, I just was waiting for me and my father to fight.
1: <laughs> Listen, man, no. I-, I mean Obviously you love your it's sons. also it's it's also the fact is that Jackson, I don't know where it came from. Well, it's funny, because they went to Finland, mm. and ever since, he's just like openly challenging me on a daily basis. He's and probably, I'm just like, nigga.
0: He's probably this bald motherfucker. <laughs> Everyone in Finland had blue hair <laughs> and were light-skinned. <laughs> this dark, you're going to try to talk to him. He's like, I was what there if for back Where racist? were you, nigga? <laughs> what if your son did come back racist? That would be fucking wild. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can't articulate it yet, but, like, when he gets old enough, he's just like, nigger. you're like, wait, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) I know you heard that from me, but why are you saying it in the (laughs) right context? He's like, moon monkey. And you're like, what? (laughs) Anyways, Craig uh, Lindsay, who's a huge fan of the show, wrote a review of Barbie that you can find at crookedmarquee.com slash review dash Barbie. Um, so you could figure out, you know, view Craig's full uh, takes on the movie. And then Strawfire71 wrote, loved it. The humor was fantastic. I laughed throughout the movie. As a teacher, I've had a lot of students discussing the message, and it was really good to see them talking about the symbolism and subtext and really taking it in. Everyone in the cast was able to really showcase their challenge. Like Brooklyn Shoe Babe said, this movie has definitely struck a chord. So seems like the consensus from the Patriots is a good movie. Justin, break down our race system,
1: baby. Stop calling me baby. So, guys, we rate movies bags of popcorn, small, medium, large, and the XL40 exceptional. If a film doesn't deserve any popcorn, we throw it into the dog shit pile. we pile pow- piles and piles and piles of dog shit That's on right. top of it. Brandon, we sat down and we watched the 2023 live action film Barbie. Starring Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, America Ferrera, Kate uh, McKinnon, Michael Sarah, Issa Rae, Rhea Perlman,
0: and Will Ferrell. That's the cast. Brandon, what? what? say you, nigga? Uh, this gets a large. This gets a large. I thought it was a really enjoyable. I thought that the message was was powerful in, in parts. I I think when I reflected on my like you know my own biases, I was able to appreciate it a little bit more. Like I said, the the daughter of America Ferrera's character was a little bit tough for me, um, just because it just felt like they didn't have any good takes of her playing it straight, where she was almost not chuckling. Um, but Ryan Gosling' phenomenal performance, Margot Robbie really good balance between comedy and drama. Like she showed, she showed why she got nominated for Italia. Because Aitanya yeah. is a really dark comedy, and she she had a good balance there, and I think she struck it well here. And shout-out to Greta Gerwig, because like I said, balancing this talented of a cast with different comedy sensibilities and strengths and getting, making it work. Shout-out to her editor as well, because that shit could not have been easy. Shout-out to the costume designers, uh, the set designers, because everything looked great. Everything popped. Like, this movie was colorful, yeah. which is so wild, because Oppenheimer is so dark and droll. Yeah, You know, it's just... It's very interesting. That no, this-
1: it's not dark when that big old light flashes. So that's my take. Uh, <laughs> I at large. Justin, what about you? Uh, I'm going to give it a medium. Um, I, like, I enjoyed the movie, but, like, there was some, like I said, the first, like, 40 minutes. Like, I really enjoyed it. I felt it started to kind of taper off a little bit yeah. uh, for me after that. Um, only because like, there's some of the things that, that we spoke about earlier, and I did, you know, so, same like you, I found The Door to be kind of a weak point. Like, I think they could have um, used that character in a better way yeah. uh, to kind of drive everything home a little bit more. Uh, but, like, overall, I thought it was a it was a fun movie, and um, it is a fucking... Uh, Margot Robbie did an amazing job uh, yes, uh, in, in this. Ryan Gosling did an amazing job. Um, the the fucking, the, the songs, and then them turning them, is like almost like West Side Stories. Like it was yeah, fucking yeah. weird where it needed to be. Um, it was just, a, I guess it was just the right amount of weird and fun um, and message all at the same time. I, I agree with
0: that. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that's our review on Barbie. As always, you know, you can follow me at Frodo underscore Blackins on threads and Instagram, FrodoBlackens.com for show dates. I got some stuff coming up in the city. And then remember, you can follow the show at MediaMP Podcast on all social media platforms. Be sure to go to youtube.com slash MediumP Podcast so you get alerted about all future. Uh, episodes and things like that that we have where you can see our ugly mugs and then Justin if people want to follow you as well as support the show financially what can they do my brother guys
1: you can follow me at Jay Brown did it on the socials but you can also support this show at patreon.com slash medium popcorn. Yeah. We have $2, $5, $10, and $15 packages on there, niggas. There's so many packages. Um, Come also, get my package. yeah, yeah, not that one. Uh, but, you know, guys, if you like uh, our show, you want those uh, backlogged episodes, you want bonus episodes, you want bonus mini shows, it's all on Patreon. Patreon. So, again, patreon.com slash medium popcorn. And please, right. please, please, please li- leave us some five, our reviews and take yourself
0: over to tpublic.com slash medium popcorn grab yourself some swag, nigga. That's right. Open it up. Put it down. Everybody get around. All right, y'all. Talk to you soon. Peace.
2: Medium popcorn We are too near Collins. That's me. And Justin Brown for your moving needs. Medium popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it, well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Mm. So if you get pisses or you're fine.